Our first storyteller operates a wardrobe styling service, Yoda Will, and is preparing her intersectionally feminist young adult fantasy novel, The Goddess Twins, for publication. She is passionate about using her creative fire to ignite others and is a lifelong fan of teacup pigs. Please make welcome Yodasa Williams! Babysitter's Club series, spanning hundreds of books, a TV show, and even a movie, was a lot more than just entertainment for me when I was growing up as a young girl. It was my guidebook on my quest to becoming the perfect girl. See, Anna M. Martin wrote this series, which is about seven friends who live in a small town in Connecticut between the ages of 11 through 13, who start and run their own babysitting service in their community. Each book dives deep into one character, showing her overcome a unique challenge or adversity. And each girl had her unique personality and passions and really resolved and handled the world on her own terms. For example, Christy, who started the club herself, was bossy and domineering, but she always led with her heart and her mind for her community. Marianne was kind of more sensitive and kind-hearted, but always made sure that her point was known whenever someone she saw was in hurt or in trouble. And Claudia, one of my favorite babysitters, she was very creative and felt even in her family that she was shying away and spoke up to her parents bravely because she felt they were favoring her brainiac sister over her. I learned a lot from the Babysitter's Club characters, and the books held me emotionally for years. Growing up, I was the youngest daughter, the last child to parents who divorced when I was young, and my mother, as a single mother, had very high expectations for my behavior. I remember as a child considering, my mother divorced my father for doing something wrong. What if I do something wrong and she divorces me too? So I had a lot of terror about doing the wrong thing or saying the wrong thing or things getting back to my mother if I didn't show the right character in school or with my friends. I felt that I had a lot of expectations and I shied away from ever speaking out. And I felt that I was more comfortable being invisible and kind of just took that secondary role in most of my life. So I didn't have a lot of friends, I didn't have a lot of interactions, but I did have a deep connection to books. And the Babysitter's Club series really satisfied something deep and internal craving that I had as a child. And that was to be my true self and to belong. Because the Babysitter Club members belonged to each other and they were also true to themselves. And I loved how they were to each other, but I had no way of creating that for myself. So I considered, if I could be a little bit like each of those characters, maybe I could become this perfect girl and I wouldn't feel alone when things happen, I wouldn't know how to deal with them and I wouldn't feel like I was constantly drowning or afraid of judgment or doing things wrong in my life. 
So I set forth to be brave like Christy, to be creative like Claudia, to be thoughtful like Marianne, and it was a really hard task. It was like having a personality Rolodex in my mind at all times, trying to figure out which personality I should patch into, which issue, or which kind of person I needed to identify with to resolve and to be this kind of person and to deal with my life. I felt like that throughout high school and college, that it was just this pressure inside my head to figure out how to belong that I was constantly failing at. I remember the summer before my junior year in college, I applied for and was accepted to a pretty prestigious position as an orientation leader at my university, The Ohio State University. And this was a really large task because myself, along with 18 other students, were charged with the responsibility of introducing over 6,000 new freshmen to what the university was, to taking their pre-coursework, to signing up for their classes, and really introducing them and their family to what's going to be their alma mater for the rest of their life. I remember having a lot of fear and terror about being the right kind of leader, about making the right kind of example, about making sure that people saw through me the university and the best life. I remember having nightmares, literal nightmares, that someone would have such a horrible time with me as their orientation leader that they would drop out of the university or they would decide to like cry to their parents and decide they had made a horrible choice and I did not want that to happen. So I again tasked myself to observe the rest of the orientation leaders and to adopt a little bit of their personality so I could become the best orientation leader and be the best example to these people. So that was a very hard challenge because as a group of 18, we were really diverse. And I remember one orientation leader specifically, he was just the most extra extrovert I have ever seen in my life to this day. He was just so charismatic, like he could feel his warmth when he walked into a room. I never saw him feeling intimidated by anybody or any moment. And you could just identify the people who were in his group just from their excitement of the university. They'd be running around and yelling chants and he would create like secret games with them and they would pop up and they're like oh we're on this and we're doing that and they would run away and I was just like intimidated by the level of like extroversion and he created this click with these people and they wanted to be like him and follow him and I just knew I could not do that I was like there's no way I can summon that level of extroversion from myself I felt like I was just like this awkward juggler with my groups like you guys having fun yet huh so I didn't know how to be like him I remember speaking to my advisor who hired all of us midway through the summer that I was feeling like really intimidated with my groups and I felt like I wasn't making a connection and I really wanted them to enjoy it but I was just kind of guessing at it. And she confessed to me something and that she pointed out that to this day has stuck with me. And I told her I was feeling in comparison with the other leaders, like there's this leader who's so like charismatic, he's just like fire on the floor and I'm just like water and I don't know what I'm doing. And she was like, if we wanted everyone to be like that, we would have chosen that kind of person for everyone to be a leader. But we wanted to show that there are different amazing people at this university. And you're an example of that. There's nothing wrong with the way that you are. You're an amazing person. I love your personality. And you're giving something unique to these students. 
And she referenced something interesting that during the interview, it was a group interview, someone else had responded and said something and I had like kind of in the moment rolled my eyes a little bit cause, and I you know, had caught myself right away like, no, I'm trying to be professional, pull it together. She was like, I kind of saw this moment where you kind of rolled your eyes at something someone said at the interview and I really loved that. And I was like, what? That was like a horrible moment. I remember like catching myself and being embarrassed. She was like, no, I love that. Like, you're so human and you're so in touch with yourself and it was just so honest and that was kind of a ridiculous moment and I just saw you reacting to it and I was just endeared to you and we need to see people like that at this university who are just themselves and natural and that's who you are and I see that value in you. And it really just struck me because that was the moment that I had like chastised myself about it later, like babysitter club members don't make facial reactions to people. <laughs> And I was like angry, but then I was like, she chose me because of that? Like she wants this kind of crazy, awkward, sarcastic person on the team and that's what she sees in me because that's what I can't help being and she sees the value in that. And it was just an overwhelming moment to me to realize in that moment what the truth of the Babysitter's Club books was is that you need to be and find your true self and by being that true self you will have value to the community that you live in and it was an amazing moment that was really like intense to me to realize that I needed to let go of comparisons and just allow my true self to shine through because I wanted others to let their true self shine through and enjoy the university too. So I remember a remarkable difference with the rest of that summer, just feeling like I'm just gonna be myself and sometimes that's awkward and I'm just gonna say it and people who like, yeah, like just connected with that person that I was and it's still a lesson that I'm trying to live every day in my life now, but it's definitely a lesson that I started learning through the Babysitter's Club and how to be my true self. Thank you. Thank you, Yodasa.